Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. When you go through tough times like this, maybe it makes you a better team. You know, for Connor and for Dreisaitl, those guys have had uh, nice careers, and they've hit a little bump in the road, and it's going to make them better, it's going to make them stronger, and it's going to make them great people. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Milan Lucic. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X. Now, Bob Stopper on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Somehow seemed like an appropriate song for this weekend. Welcome, everybody. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. 630 Chad uses Digitex for their copiers and printers. Their service is excellent. They now sell supplies for all brands of printers at big savings. Digitexsupplies.ca. By the way, Brendan, I don't know if you saw who was in studio with Ryan Jesperson. Was it Matt? Matt Goose yeah. was in studio. I, I mean, I, I know Matt was sort of the coordinator of... Uh, the three individuals that came in to be interviewed by Ryan, but uh, Matt, in his own right, is and he a, followed up after you left, right? Yes, he did at the uh, University of, of Alberta, yeah. and now he's doing some work, I guess, with the Edmonton Hall of Fame committee as well. This is Oilers. Now we have a jam-packed show coming up for you today. If you've not heard, and my guess is you probably have, if you're listening to a show called Oilers Now, the Edmonton Oilers made it official today, uh, naming Glenn Gullison, Trent Yanni, and Manny uh, Vivrios. Assistant coaches. So there you have it. Coming up on uh, today's show, uh, we'll hear comments from Oilers head coach Todd McClellan, who uh, was down in Northern California. Uh, so the orders did not hold a press conference. Instead, uh, availabilities. But we're going to hear some comments today from Todd McClellan and Oilers general manager Peter Shirelli. And then at twelve fifteen today. One of the new assistant coaches, former Calgary Flames head coach Glenn Gullitson. At 12.35 today, Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey at Rogers. From 105 today, another assistant coach, uh, former Chicago Blackhawks head coach, most recently an assistant with the Anaheim Ducks, Trent Yanni. And, uh, and then we'll get to some more clips coming up. We're still working on another guest. We will tell you, we will have uh, Manny... Uh, uh, Vivaros coming up on Monday's show on Orders Now. He will join us in studio He uh, at 9 o'clock today in uh, Swift Current. They made it official that uh, uh, Vivaros would be moving on to the National Hockey League. 
and uh, leaving the Swift Current Broncos organization. And uh, we will endeavor to have Manny come into studio on Monday. So If you can't wait until Monday, he'll be on with Reed tonight as well. Okay, via the phone. But yes. he will be on the show Monday as well in studio. Uh, but Gullitson and Yanni coming up on today's show along with Elliot Friedman, as well as your thoughts. And you can reach us on a River Creek Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. They have Nazareth, August 10th at the River Creek. You can email us at wettersnow at 630chad.com. You can text us at 630-630 for Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford. Check out their great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get a new ride. We are on Twitter, at Oilers Now, my personal Twitter handle, Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan is at Brendan Ulrich. And a reminder, every Tuesday in Oilers Now, Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta, live racing Saturdays at Northlands Park. Fridays, Elliot Friedman, courtesy of the River Creek Resort and Casino. Again, we have Glenn Gullitson coming up uh, just around 12.15 on Oilers Now. Uh, in the end, uh, these were the three names, certainly Gullitson and Yanni for the last several weeks, really. Especially once Elliot Friedman mentioned that... Uh, Things had sort of uh, ended on the Buffalo front uh, for Glenn Gullison, and we might get into specifics why that occurred. Uh, I believe his family was a factor for Glenn Gullison, and we'll get him to address that because he did have other options. Uh, Trent Yanni, from the moment that his contract, um, Anaheim termed it as not renewed, he actually had another year left in his deal. You know, I, I think we'll find out that sometimes coaches can finagle things in manners that allow you to pursue other opportunities. Um, and then in uh, Viveros's case, there were multiple uh, NHL organizations in on him, uh, including several in the Western Conference, uh, a couple of them pretty close to home here. And uh, he certainly had options. And uh, so at the end of the day, Edmonton has a, a very different type of coaching staff than they've had in, in the last couple of years. Uh, we'll start Gullickson, a two-time NHL head coach. He's actually got a better head coaching record. Then Bill Peters, who has taken over the Calgary Flames, uh, stints in Dallas and in Calgary as a head coach. Uh, in terms of Trent Yanni, was a head coach of the Chicago Blackhawks just before they got really good, but Mike Smith wrote a piece in The Athletic about how significant Yanni was in the development of Dustin Bufflin. That's not to mention that the Hawks uh, had Brent Seabrook and Duncan Keith grow under Trent Yanni's watch. Um, factor in what occurred in San Jose with the PK there, with Todd McClellan, with Trent Yanni, and then on to Anaheim most recently, uh, where he spent time as an American Hockey League head coach and then an NHL assistant. So Yanni has uh, a lot of guys in coaching circles that are pretty big on him. Uh, Viveros, we mentioned, rising star out of the Western League. A difficult place to win in Swift Current, and he did that over the course of the last two years. Terrific power play, spent some time in Europe, and had some unique coaching experiences, including handling Thomas Manick, who you seem to want here. Not, <laughs> well, just, just as a, I'm not the only one, Bob. I know you're not. Hey, I, Jason Greger has mentioned him a lot. Uh, Speck is... Uh, Speck hates him. Speck hates him. <laughs> uh, the guys in Austria were not very big on uh, Thomas Manick's leadership skill. Uh, but one of the things that Peter Shirelli addressed, uh, they did a conference call today, and... Um, some of the uh, media guys were listening during the course of the actual answers. But uh, well, there were so many different things to get to. Uh, we're going to have a bunch of different clips coming up on today's show, including uh, a question that uh, uh, Jason Greger asked about whether or not Shirelli uh, will be doing more or less in the off season, And then we'll get to specifics. Who asked the question on the makeup of the bench? That was a pretty good question as well. 
Uh, I know Maddie followed up later on. I yeah, can't remember who yeah, asked the first yeah, one. Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll get to a bunch of that. But uh, I posed a question early in the availability. Might have been Rashog, actually. Yeah, okay. Uh, I posed a question early in the availability on uh, just asking Todd what the respective uh, strengths were of uh, the three new assistant coaches that have joined the Oilers organization. So each of them uh, has a different uh, skill set and a different experience. That when I look at Trent Yanni, uh, he's a coach that I've worked with in the past, so I understand him well. He understands my personality well. He's done a tremendous job uh, with the penalty kill units, San Jose, Anaheim, and anywhere else he's coached in the, in the minor league system. And perhaps most importantly, uh, his ability to develop young defensemen. Um, his track record speaks for itself when you look at Duncan Keith and Brent Seabrook and some of the defensemen that came through the Chicago organization during his time. And then, uh, of course, the young defenseman that uh, Anna, Anaheim uh, possesses at this point. He's had his his um, fingerprints on their development from day one, and uh, he's done a tremendous job. Uh, Glenn Gullitson has a uh, variety of, of experiences at the National Hockey League level uh, as well as the minor league level. Um, he understands what it's like to be a head coach, uh, especially in Canada, Western Canada, and, and in particular, Alberta. So that's a strong asset for us to have. Um, he brings a uh, upbeat personality and uh, uh, a good hockey mind, and I'm going to use him in, in all situations. Uh, Manuel Viveros is a uh, an up-and-coming coach. He's a mature individual in his 50s but he's an up-and-coming coach and he has a talent level that uh, hasn't been tapped yet what do i mean by that he's a uh, i've got a very strong european background <clears throat> very offensive defenseman when he played uh very strong power play um sets and uh, and results in, in his Europe with his european teams as well as his junior teams and uh, we'll obviously lean in that direction uh, with his uh, skill set. So as a group, the personalities fit each other. We've got, um, you know, Jans is a little more stringent and, and straightforward. Uh, Manuel's be uh, fresh and, and new, and Gully's got an upbeat personality, so we think it'll all fit. That is Edmonton Oilers head coach Todd McClellan talking about his uh, three new assistant uh, coaches. Uh, I will tell you, April 23rd, uh, the Anaheim Ducks parted ways with Trent Yanni. I, I would suggest you he facilitated that move to exit out at that time. I tweeted at that time, Yanni, a former teammate of Oilers head coach Todd McClellan, spent three years as an AC with McClellan in San Jose. Yanni has been uh, an NHL and AHL head coach, oversaw the Ducks penalty killing unit that's been top five the last three seasons. He checks off a lot of uh, boxes here. May 2nd, uh, Manny uh, Vivrios, who for the 66 borns in northern Alberta, and I was one of them, he was head and shoulders the best player of uh, the age. It wasn't even close how badly the Strathcona Warriors got al- obliterated by St. Albert. They had four players play in the NHL off their uh, Pee Wee and uh, Bantam AA teams when we played them growing up. He was an exceptional junior player. Glenn Gullitson. Uh, like Todd McClellan, a former Saskatchewan Husky. So you got a former Alberta Golden Bears broadcaster coming up next with a former uh, Saskatchewan Husky who I had a long conversation on a plane with uh, a couple of years ago going to the NHL draft. This is Oilers Now. 
When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports certificate of authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton show Showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad. It's 12-16 in Edmonton as promised. Let's get to uh, one of the three new assistant coaches for the Edmonton Oilers, former Dallas Stars and Calgary Flames head coach. We welcome back to the show Glenn uh, Glenn Gullitson. Glenn, uh, Thanks for joining us here in Oilers Now. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I just dropped the wife off at the airport, uh, so now I'm uh, heading home. All right. So uh, tell me this. Uh, how important was family in your decision? Because I know you had multiple uh, opportunities. We have Elliot Friedman, by the way, uh, as a regular uh, every Friday on the show. He's coming up after you. And I know he reported a couple weeks ago about you know the potential of Buffalo and an option there. So I'm wondering, uh, you know, was was family a factor in terms of you know looking at some of the options that you had out there to uh, join other organizations? Uh, once yeah, you're t- you know, you know, it, it certainly was, and for me, it, it got very difficult. Obviously, there's a lot of good, you know, there's a lot of good people in this league, and uh, I, I did have uh, I had four NHL teams that uh, you know I kind of had to make some decisions and. Uh, uh, a big one certainly was factor, uh, factored in with, with family. You know, the other thing is just my familiarity with, with Trent and, and Todd, obviously, uh, going way back to our Saskatoon Blade days. And then, uh, you know, Trent and I are from the same same town in Hudson Bay, Saskatchewan, grew up. Uh, he's a little older than me, but um, certainly familiar with those guys. And then, you know, probably the biggest draw, though, is at, at, like any guy, you, you want to win. And, um, Hmm. Just, just looking at you know our season uh, with Calgary last year and now joining uh, the Oilers, I think that uh, when I look back at all the situations, family, the, the, the staff I'd be working with, the people, the city, and then um, the chance to win. Yeah, um, you know the Calgary Flames also they allowed this to happen. They could have said you know, you can go anywhere but Edmonton, but they didn't do that, did they? No, no, they didn't, and. Uh, you know, it's not typical in the league, Bob, that, that, that they do that. And uh, I think the relationships uh, at the higher levels, uh, certainly the GM and, 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 and above, the, it's a pretty cordial relationship, meaning there's a lot of competitiveness there, but we're also in the same province trying to do some good things here. Well, we've had players sort of cross that proverbial floor. And for the record, Glenn, I'm a battle uh, for Alberta, not the battle of Alberta guy. Like, I want to see both uh, the Alberta-based teams be successful. Uh, but it is a little bit unique. And uh, and maybe just the thought on, now you're an oiler, you were a flame. Yeah, well, it's a little different uh, for me. Because, uh, you know what, when you uh, get fired off the team and... Uh, really don't want to see them be successful so i'm not really i'm more of a battle of alberta okay uh and maybe that'll subside i know the dallas thing subsided uh you know maybe a couple years ago but um right now certainly where i'm 
benefiting. Uh, it's, it's in Alberta. Todd McClellan made a point of referring to you kind of as a, for a lack of a better phrase, a positive energy guy. And it is a different generation and a different time in terms of how we communicate with younger players. I think the ratio is four positives for every one negative in terms of a teaching tool. Uh, but how important, you know, and, and have you evolved and changed and maybe from your experiences dating back all the way to, uh, you know, when you were playing uh, junior hockey or in minor pro? Well, Jesus, going back to junior, uh, certainly was uh, certainly it wasn't four to one back when I played junior. Right. Um, it was four one the other way. Um, you know, I, I laugh and I, I say this to our coaching staff. But I think it's five to one for your wife and for good. And, and uh, <laughs> in hockey, in hockey it's, it's not quite four to one. It's, it's, it's about three to one to two to one. But what I've really changed in, in, in my outlook is, and, and I learned from some really good guys, uh, you know, Mike Sullivan in Vancouver, Perry Pern, I worked for Willie Desjardins. Um, you get what you show. And so if you're showing the bad stuff and doing and saying the bad stuff all the time, you usually get that. And if you're, if you're more leaning to showing how things are done right, um, you, you're going to tend to gravitate that way. So that, that has changed, especially with this younger generation. Um, you know, it's, sometimes it's easy for us coaches to pick out the wrong, but it's better, I think, to reinforce the right. So, uh, you know, you, you mentioned the contributing factors to making the decision as to why Edmonton made sense. Maybe just a thought on going from coaching and uh, scheming and coming up with a, a game plan to attempt to neutralize, you know, a Connor McDavid type of player. And, and now you're, you know, in the opposite where you're going to be part of a coaching staff that's trying to get the most out of the Oilers' high-end players because the, the team really struggled in one area, which none of us saw happen. I mean, the Oilers' power play uh, in 2016-17, Glenn, was fifth, and it finished 31st last year, uh, which makes it remarkable that McDavid won the scoring race. That's never happened in NHL history since they started tracking power plays where the league scoring champion came from a, a team with the worst power play. But the, but the point I'm making here is... There is an opportunity to to even make the best player in the world and some of the better offensive players better here. Yeah, what you, what you're really trying to do with those top end guys, is, you know, first of all, um, if you're talking the power, play, a lot of stems from your five on five game too. If you're if your top guys are feeling it and, and and they're feeling good, and then you put them in good positions on the power play, uh, that can get going. They can get really fickle as well as you can see these wild swings right from from uh, 5th to 31st, and, and I, I think what you want to do with the top of the guys, and it's always been uh, our philosophy um, and, and the coaches that I've worked with, is, is you want to put them in the best positions you can to get the best looks. And in order to do that, you give them some, some light structure. I always say the difference between penalty kill and power play is once, you know, a penalty kill can be math and power play is, is art. Um, hmm. But you want to give them a little bit of structure so that they can get themselves in the positions to use their assets. You're a uh, former Western Hockey League player yourself. Uh, you've got contacts in the Saskatchewan. What do you know about Manny uh, Vivrios? I know that he was probably, when I was uh, a young guy, and, and Trent can attest to this probably better than I can, uh, one of the most dynamic offensive defenseman uh, of his time in the uh, in junior so just just a really offensive uh, guy and had the you know I, I, I got to watch him play it's been a long time but had the rules been the way they are now um, 
I think it would have been a lot different story for Manny. Yeah, he would have been making $50 million over a 15-year yeah. career instead of playing over in Klagenfurt in uh, Austria. Uh, yeah. what, what is it about the water in Hudson's Bay, Saskatchewan, with you and Trent Yanni? Uh, you know what? I don't know. I don't know. Um, just uh, maybe we all wanted to get out a little bit, or, you know, I don't know. We we had good people in that town that uh, I know his mom and dad. I've known them all my life, but they're just, they're just good people up in that area, and, and uh, hopefully that, um, that rubs off on him and I. Maybe not so much him, but it rubbed off on me maybe a little bit. You know what they say when you're in Alberta, you never go wrong hiring somebody from Saskatchewan because they've always got their hard hat on. Uh, we're joined by Glenn Gullitson. Glenn, a uh, couple more for you. Uh, significant coaching influences for you in the embryonic stages of your uh, hockey career. Who were some of the people that really helped uh, helped you and, and helped make you who you became as a coach? Oh, geez. Uh, a lot young. And then, you know, I remember playing for Kelly McCrimmon uh, in Brandon. Uh kind of a real hard guy, really pushed you to your limits. He never really uh, respected it until you grow, you, you got older and you realized what he was trying to teach you, trying to get you to mature a little bit. Lauren Mulliken, I thought, was just a fantastic motivator. Um, you know, I, I worked for, for some tacticians, uh, Brent McEwen and, and Yoki Allen, who's the coach of the Finnish national team for many years, played for him in Europe. They, I thought they were fantastic guys that way. Um, you know, uh, Guy Gadowski, Penn State had a, you know, how to treat people. Uh, but, you know, a couple that stick out recently, Perry Pern, boy, taught me a lot in Vancouver. Mike Sullivan and I had hours of, uh, of tape discussion and, and, and taught me a lot about the game. Uh, and John Tortorella, I think Willie Desjardins is one of the best motivators out there. Um, so I, I've, I've had influences from, I, I've been very fortunate to have influence from a lot of guys. Right now, some of our listeners are rolling their eyes because I've only mentioned that Guy Gadowski was my midget double-A center about 8,000 times on the show over the last 15 years. So uh, there you have it. And, of course, Brent McEwen did a fine job at the University of Saskatchewan and uh, worked for the Kings organization most recently. Glenn, uh, one final one for you. You and Todd McClellan spent some time um, in Saskatoon and in Humboldt immediately following uh, the conclusion of the regular season for both teams on the Saturday night. And uh, you guys flew in on the Sunday. Um, and that is something that has touched everybody literally across the world. I, I, if you could maybe just quickly speak to, uh, you know, for I think for Todd, it was a bit of a, uh, you know, former catharsis, you know, it was a, a unique experience. Can you maybe just shed some light on that for us? Yeah. You know what? It was it was something that you're really nervous about doing um, because you don't know what to say, or, and, and there's nothing really you can say other than really being, you know, what I realized in that experience is just being a human, giving some compassion and, 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 and an ear, and maybe five minutes of relief to talk hockey is, is the weapon we really had going in there. And um, but you're not really sure, but um, it, it was it was just. It was a very emotional thing, um, and like I said, I wasn't sure what we were, you know, what to do or say. But you just let the human component take over, and um, just still, I still think about that all the time. I had a couple friends um, uh, whose sons were in that accident. Scott Thomas is one of them who I played junior with. Mm -hmm. God, he was a good friend of mine. We graduated together, and and um, you know, just I, I, I credit Todd because you know he spearheaded that. Um, and we went in there, but it just puts perspective. Any of those situations, 
you know, we come out of an NHL season, here's two NHL coaches, you know, at that time, we're not sure, you know, what's going to happen in our futures, and you put all your effort into something, and, and it doesn't turn out the way you want, and then you go into a situation like that, and it really puts you back with your feet on earth pretty quickly. I don't think you can say it better than that. Uh, Glenn, uh, I know this, uh, Jack Michaels is absolutely stoked uh, that uh, you're in town and part of the staff. So, uh, Jack and me will be with you all season long. Thank you for taking time to join us here in Oilers yeah, no Now. No problem, Bob. A- anytime. Anytime. Th- thanks a lot, Glenn. Take care. Yeah. That is Glenn Gullitson, the, uh, one of the new Oilers assistant coaches. At 105 today, we will hear uh, from a guy who's done a tremendous job developing young defensemen. He's had an excellent penalty kill where he, wherever he's gone. He's known as Yawns, Trent Yanni. Uh, also from Hudson Bay, Saskatchewan. Up next, a 6.30 Ched and Global News Weather Traffic Update with Brenton Dreger. And when we come back, courtesy of the River Cree Resort and Casino, Elliot Friedman.